Hello, this is James Batchelor, and you are listening to the GamesIndustry.biz podcast. Have something of a different episode for you this week. These are two interviews we've recently done. Uh, the first is with Playground Games' Ralph Fulton. Playground Games, as we revealed earlier this week, is opening a second studio to work on an open-world, non-racing title. But I thought I'd have a quick catch-up with him about the uh, genre in which the studio has made its name. I am joined by Ralph Fulton of Playground Games. Thank you very much for joining me. Not at all. Thank you for having me. And uh, I thought it'd be nice to have a chat about racing games, which is something you know a fair amount about. I have some familiarity with them, yes. Yes, of course. Um, Playground Games is obviously uh, hot for the heels of the uh, success of Forza Horizon 3, um, which was a massive success for you guys last year. I mean, I, I, how, how did that feel for, for the team to see how, how well that game turned out? Well, I mean, you can't underestimate the effect it has on, on a team when, when that happens. And I say that like it's happened to me a lot. It, you know, the, the success of Horizon 3 um, is kind of an outlier, right? We, we didn't see it coming. Um, but certainly, yeah, the team have been elated since, you know, those first reviews started coming out before launch, basically till now. You know, uh, and that's not to say that they haven't been working really hard. We we launched Blizzard Mountain uh, just before Christmas. Uh, we've been doing a ton of stuff. Uh, you know, updating the game, CUs, bug fixes. Uh, we have another expansion to come. Uh, but yeah, they are still. I think they're still riding high on on the success. Mm. Obviously, like, last year was quite quiet in terms of um, racing games. And it's obviously yourself and. I can't really think of any others off the F1, top of my head. Like, there's always an F1. F1. Of course, there's always an F1. But I mean, beyond annual releases, there wasn't. Um, although I guess you guys are biannual, Forza, Forza and annual at this point. My point with that was building up to like obviously 2017, big year if you're a racing fan because we've got inevitably Forza Seven at some point. I think we're up to seven now. Um, Dirt Four's just been announced. It Project has. Cars Two is due by the end of the year. People are. I think deluding themselves that GT Sport might actually make it on by the end of the year. They are saying that. Um, there's rumours that Need for Speed will be back. Uh, um, I think that's confirmed, though, isn't it? That is confirmed. Okay, yeah. Like, yeah, the Need for Speed's coming back. Um, be interesting to see where they take that after um, the weird first-person movie thing that they did with the, the last Need the, for Speed. The last one, yeah. Um, really busy year for racing games. Like, you know, is the genre, the, the genre kind of way like? ebbs and flows in terms of popularity I mean like is, is there enough demand out there for that many racing games well so you say, you say it ebbs and flows in, in terms of popularity I don't think that's actually the case okay there is a pretty uh, consistent um, market share that racing games have within video games as a whole um, and give or take a percentile it's been pretty solid for um, you know for a good number of years um, what you tend to see though ebbing and flowing is, is I guess the supply of, mm. of racing games last year being a case in point where um, you're right beyond um, ourselves and um, an F1 um, there, there wasn't there wasn't a great deal else mm. um, and you're right this year looks uh, super uh, congested almost to the point where I'm sure none of uh, the games in question would, would have chosen for it to be as congested mm. as that, as that if, if you take my meaning. Um, but never, nevertheless, I think the racing game, uh, the racing genre still has um, you know, a very steady uh, player base, degree of interest. Um, I think having games like Horizon, for example, which um, I think probably broadens the definition of, um, of racing games, uh, to still have the Need for Speed series 
uh, on the the less serious, less simulation mm. uh, end of things is is important. Um, so yeah, I think it's going to be it'll be an interesting year to see how it plays out. That's the, that's the thing that, that fascinates me about racing is uh, as a genre is it is so varied. With with a first person shooter, you pretty much know what you're going to get. It's going to be shooting at people um, in waves with over you know over high powered weapon and there might be a mechanic or two here or a, or a level design you know here and there that, that that makes it different but say an open world shooter is not going to play overly different to a corridor shooter i would argue in terms of the basic if you're boiling it down to the basic mechanics of what you're actually doing whereas you compare the forza and the forza horizon series forza very sim based very kind of realistic very kind of track based forza horizon open world much more accessible to a different types of people, and you look at the yeah, look at the games that we've listed. Like um, Dirt will appeal to hardcore rally fans. Project Cars will appeal to hardcore Sims fans. Need for Speed, as you say, is is arcade, arcadian kind of the accessible mainstream one. I think it's interesting that the the, the racing genre has that diversity and variety to it. I mean, I, the, is that what makes the the genre so interesting? Do you think? Like, I I think so. I, it's interesting to hear you have that that take on, on first person shooters, but not racing games. Because I sometimes hear that inverted. Right, people mm-hmm. just going, "Well, racing games are all the same," um, and I always think that. Um, that very much depends on how far away you're standing from the things you're comparing. Yeah. Right. Because um, I'm sure an open world shooter, like if it's not first person, but the new Ghost Recon game looks pretty uh, exciting. I'm sure that's going to play very differently from Titanfall Two. Yeah. True. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. You know, but at the end of the day, you're still pointing a gun and shoot, shooting people. You know, it's that distance from the thing you're comparing which you know makes everything start to look similar. I think racing still does have. Have, have a ton of variety yeah. and I, I think it has a bad name for not having that which I think is a shame in fact I read something somewhere the other day which seemed to suggest that all racing games were you know, effectively the same and I think that uh, that lineup for this year that you've described shows the breadth and, and the yeah. diversity that there are I think maybe I'm just coming over my, from my own personal perspective like so I'm not a petrol head I'm not massively into cars even in real life like, I don't I, you know I don't really care what a car, you know, what horsepower a car has got. Can it get from me from A to B? Yes, it can. Wonderful. That's a car to me. Like, that, that, that's kind of how I view it. Shooters, like, and maybe I shouldn't have picked shooters as an example. But like, for me, like, if I play one shooter, I know reasonably well just from watching like a few gameplay videos and so forth that I, I know whether or not I'll like another shooter mm-hmm. because it will be similar to what I've already played. Racing games, personally, I find really difficult to find the one that I really like. I like the, the arcade open world more fun more accessible ones like the horizons like obviously you always pop on a pedestal burnout paradise that sort of game i don't personally like things like the mainstream forces it's just not my thing i don't really care about tweaking every yeah, every individual spark plug um you know so things like project cars i know and gran turismo i know are not really for me even then you know, i know that the needs for speeds are a lot more arcadey but I've, I've tried you know hit and miss i'm not quite hit and miss with them sometimes i like i, I don't I'm not really into the whole street racing culture. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly the last Need for Speed was very, very heavy on that. Of you know, you, you're joining and making your own gang, and like, that doesn't appeal to me. What like what I like is here's a massive open world. There's the road. Enjoy, which is what you guys provide with with Horizon. So yeah, kind of it interests me that it's not as much as varied as the the genre is. The the, the audience is just as varied like, in terms of what people want. I think so. Yeah, yeah, and certainly we find with Horizon, which is like my most recent experience with uh, uh, with that sort of thing um, I think 
by being broad and by not emphasizing the serious side of cars or racing um, you can attract people it's hard but you can attract people who wouldn't wouldn't buy a racing game mm. uh, and I hear a lot of people say you know I don't like racing games but I like Horizon and I take that you know as huge credit to the team here because they've they've almost won a player uh, who otherwise wouldn't be you know part of that that racing segment right mm. um, and I think that's that's our thing like we've always always pitched ourselves as the the fun uh, Forza mm. you know and I, I, that's not a diss at all to the more no, of course they pitch themselves as the serious one and I think having having both uh, sides of the coin is uh, is really beneficial uh, for us um, but by being about fun and by I think still having a lot of um, love for cars and taking time to celebrate cars mm. but not making that the price of entry um, I think that allows us to appeal to, to more people because going fast through a beautiful uh, environment is is something that I think a lot of people can aspire to. Mm, definitely. Looking at you know, like kind of your your personal taste then in in racing games. Obviously, I, I never like assume that you know just because the developer is making nothing but racing games does not mean they play nothing but racing games. Obviously, I imagine you play a lot more variety of, of I, games. I do, yes. But um, but in terms of the racing games you do play, like what are the ones out there that you kind of you enjoy? Or, or... Um, so that's that's a great question. So I play everything that comes out now. You're probably going to mention something, and I'll say, yeah, I haven't played that. So. Um, <laughs> Uh, but I try to, and I, you know, yeah. I think I think that's important. But I mean, we always say here um, that yeah, you should absolutely know what the competition are doing. You should know where the state of the art is. Uh, you know, whatever your whatever your genre. Mm. Um, but you don't learn to make better racing games from looking at other racing games. No. Um, you learn to make better racing games from looking at what's happening. In shooters, in open world games, for us, you know, yeah, if you're not playing every open world game that comes out, then you're not seeing where the current state of the art is, um, and also from really diverse, um, unexpected games. I think you know you can always find um, ideas or points of inspiration that you can take into your genre and uh, and use to you know to generate new ideas. It's interesting how you mentioned open world games because obviously Forza is as much as it is a racing game. It is it's an open world game, and like you say, you're looking at other open world games. Um, I mean, I, is that is that an area of gaming that you're you're interested in as much as racing as you know in, in, in open world ra- uh, games? I ask because like, pretty much everything now is an open world game. <laughs> like, honestly, it's getting to the stage like as much as I said, yeah, like the, the, my my maybe poorly chosen shooter comparison earlier. Even shooters are going to, to open world now, like where you've got this just massive map, and it's 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 more about plonking players into, hey, here's a huge environment, go explore. Yeah. Like, but did, do you think that that's making games a little bit more to samey now? Because all games are now, hey, here's a world, you have to go find these points and go do these things, and like, uh, yeah. yeah. I, and so I know I know exactly what you mean. Uh, so so yeah, you're right. I mean, there are more of them now than there used to be, um, and I think that probably means. There are more good ones and more bad ones than there than there used to be. We're seeing more of a range. Hmm. You know, when when you look back and you know there was a time when it would be you would be talking about the latest GTA or Red Dead Redemption or Assassin's Creed Two. You know, hmm. like real high points in in open world games for for me. Um, I think they're probably more of a mixed bag as the technology becomes available to hmm. to, to more. Um, but that said. I think the reason you see it so much is because um, ultimately open worlds offer you the chance of immersion. 
Like you can feel like you are in a world. Like it's not going to end at that door, and you're going to see a load screen, mm. um, you know, which wrenches you out of you know whatever immersion you were feeling. Um, it's a world that you can inhabit, and people have got better and better at making that world feel like it's alive mm. and that it's real. Um, and I think that's the real appeal of, of open world games in general. Um, and I think it's why we thought open world was the obvious, perhaps only expression of Forza outside yeah. um, what the, the, the Turn 10 guys had done with, with motorsport and your serious track racing, um, which was enclosed and focused and serious. And it's almost like we needed to invert all of those word, words to find what our expression of Forza would be. Mm. Um, so it became fun and open um, and you know, hopefully joyful um, and consequence free. And then, and obviously, like as you've been developing the, the Horizon series, the, yeah, the, the, you know, over the last three games, like you've, I presumably learned as much about open world design as you have about racing design. Is that something that you can then build on, maybe away from the racing space? Or like, I, I totally think so. Yeah, I, and and you're right. I mean, we mentioned earlier when we were talking, um, you learn so much about about building an open world, like how you how you structure the environment, hmm. um, and then. Uh, as designers, how you lead players through it and offer them choices that are meaningful, but still allow them to find an easy path if that's what they want. Mm. Um, those are all things that we've learned probably by trial and error. We, we try and play you know, as many games as possible, but a lot of this you just work out by, by doing it and sometimes getting it wrong and, mm. uh, and trying a different way. I think that, uh, that learning, that experience is really hard won for us. And we think of, I mean, you said at the top, we, we think of Horizon as as much an open world game as it is a, a racing game. Um, and I think those open world skills are definitely something that we're going to seek to leverage as we as we start to build a second team in a different genre. You know, So we're definitely interested in, in making it an open world game. I think we've said as much. Um, and uh, you know, we've got a lot of skills and a lot of staff with experience uh, now to, you know, to, to make that a reality. Mm. And looking at any of the other open world games on the, on the on the market, and I'm kind of bringing this back to um, racing again. Then you look at things like Watch Dogs, Grand Theft Auto, Just Cause Three, uh, Mad Max. Like a lot of the open world games, you know, even Ghost Recon Wildlands. A lot of the open world games, the 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 nature of it being an open world, you by necessity have to have vehicular um, transportation in order to get around the open world. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, you know, you know, even, even things like The Witcher and Skyrim where you are not going to have a muscle car you have still got a, a horse in order to get around but, um, but I, the reason I bring that up is like obviously so many open world games now have um, vehicles in them and often particularly with Grand Theft Auto Watch Dogs and, and Just Cause just as examples you will have races and racing sections and, and mini games essentially but I mean how are, are games like that limited in how well they can present a racing experience given that the engine that they've built is built to do all things. You know, the, uh, like looking at the Just Cause one, for example, and this is no slight on Just Cause because I'm a, a particularly fan of that, that that series. But how well can they, they're, they're, how well can they build a racing element compared to a dedicated racing team on a redi- racing engine when their engine also has to handle skydiving and shooting and you know, all these other things? I, Completely. Is yeah. that something you see when? I so I mean we're we're very fortunate in that sure we're making an open world game. But you, we're very focused on you're going to drive cars in this. Mm. You know that's pretty much the only way you're going to get around. Yeah. Um, 
Whereas if you go if you go sandboxy, and not every open world game has to be sandboxy, um, but if you're making a sandbox game like the you know the ones you describe, where you basically want to do a little bit of everything in that world, then you can imagine like the development resources and even the runtime resources of the game are probably split uh, amongst all those different things rather than just focused on one. Um, doing it the best you possibly can and you know our focus is we're going to make driving in this open world as good as it can be you know given what the experience is that we're trying to create whereas you know we, we don't have to worry about flying a jet fighter or um, you know firing guns yeah. or uh, driving a tank or any of the other things um, you know that a more sandboxy open world uh, game maybe needs to. Um, brilliant well I Thank you very much for your time today. It's, uh, it's been fantastic to come around, uh, have a look around uh, Playground Games, and, and congratulations again on uh, Forza Horizon 3. Thanks so much. Yeah, it's good to have you here today. Now for something a little different. Hamelon Games, the developers behind Tropico and a number of other city builder and strategy games, have uh, released a game called Victor Vran, which is an action RPG where you play a demon hunter. They are releasing a brand new expansion called Motorhead Through the Ages, which is all tied in with the music of the band and the themes of the lyrics and so forth. I caught up recently at a promo event with not only Akim from the development team, but also Phil Campbell, guitarist of Motorhead. I am joined by the one and only Phil Campbell, guitarist of Motorhead. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, you're very welcome. Yes, uh, guitar player, ex-guitar players. We're no longer um, around, unfortunately, but it's nice to be here. Yeah, how are you? I'm not bad, thank you. And um, we're here to talk about uh, Victor Vran, uh, the Motorhead Through the Ages expansion. Um, it's a game by Hamermont Games, uh, action RPG where you play a demon hunter who kills demons to the tune of Motorhead <laughs> songs and what was your involvement in the game because you were you were quite instrumental in actually getting the Motorhead content into the game my understanding is yeah yeah um, yeah initially um, we were contacted for you know to, to write some music or use our music for the game but a lot a lot of the guys making the game were Motorhead fans so we thought we thought we'd make an entire game, you know, around Motorhead and stuff, and uh, it's just just turned out better than you could ever imagine. It's a lot of fun, and uh, I think it breaks new 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 boundaries and everything. Yeah. So, what was your sort of contribution to the game, as well as writing music? Like, how 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 involved were you with the the content and the storyline and stuff? Uh, I made sure they used the guitars I wanted to use, and you can dress up like me any time. And uh, you can you can kill people in my way of killing and everything. And uh, <laughs> you have to check it to find out. You know, in Motorhead, we we know we weren't big gamers as such, but at this standard, you know. But the thing is so cool, you know. So we we work together with our people and everything, you know, the creators. Mm. And we, you know, nothing goes out with Motorhead unless it's got our stamp of approval, you know. And it, it does, you know. It's great. It's fantastic. 
That's fair enough. Why do you think that's important? Because obviously there's there's a lot of video games nowadays that have um, bands or celebrities or TV shows and so forth, and it, sometimes it can come across that they, it has just been slapped onto the game. I mean, why is it important for, for you to get involved to make sure everything is authentically Motorhead? Because Motorhead is not <laughs> we're the best. Yeah. We've had 40 years to prove that, you know, and uh, it's got to be cool. You know, we, we're banned from from ourselves from the heart and everything you know we just don't go with 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 fad with fads and whatever we do what we feel is really cool you know if if, if we don't think it's good it's not going to go out but it's you know this game's the, the whack is great <laughs> have you had a chance to play have you had a chance to uh, kill things in your own way of killing as you say i killed a few this afternoon yeah it was a lot of fun yeah and i, I killed a yeah i killed more than i intended to this afternoon actually it was brilliant how is it to see um, kind of your music represented visually? Because obviously the, the three worlds of um, the, the game are based on your albums, based on the theme. So like you've got the, the Wild West, the wars. I mean, how is it to, to see your ideas kind of brought to life on, on a screen? People say all Motorhead songs sounded the same, but they don't. Um, they don't sound the same. You know, we have lots of different things. If you, if you actually listen properly, yeah, so when we, when we talked about these three worlds and what we can do, we always thought about the 40 years of Motorhead. So that's also why the title is Motorhead Through the Ages. So what we wanted to do with the worlds is have a good combination of old and new. So the Wild West world, for instance, is more like the 70s Ace of Spades era. And a World of Wars is something that's spanning the entire history of Motorhead because obviously we know, all know Lemmy wrote a lot of lyrics about World War and that stuff. And uh, Dark Ages with the Queen of the Damned is uh, coming from the Aftershock album, which is very uh, recent and more the modern times of Motorhead. It's, it's, so it's, so, it's so, such a beautiful thing. You know, there's a, a lot of thought that, you know, a lot of love gone into this. They, they uh, you know, whenever we had to get that stuff approved, um, it was really easy and very nice to work together. I mean, there were some details, of course, that they wanted to be changed, especially when it comes to the looks and what kind of stuff uh, yeah. you're wearing and, you know, what kind of it's hat should I have or whatnot. The big, the big shame is Lem's not here now to, to, yeah. to see, see yeah. her go, but um, yeah. with, with Lem, he used to play computer games t 22 hours a day. Yeah. And and he'd play on stage for two hours a day. <laughs> no sleep. Yeah. No sleep, just rocking games. Yeah. Like, how is it seen? Because obviously it, it's now a year on since since Lemmy sadly um, passed, and and Lemmy is a character in the game, and you get to meet Lemmy, and and he's he's very much present throughout. I mean, how is it to see him? Obviously, he's immortalised in more than just a video game, but how is it to see him like immortalised in this? Well, uh, it's, it's it's weird for me. I mean, I, I'm 55 now, and I've I've been playing and writing songs with Lemmy since I was 22. So that's most all my well all my adult life, and um, I've seen Lem, you know, in all sorts of different things. But this is um, to, be, to be proud of for all of us. It's a it's a beautiful thing, you know. It goes back through the, the history of Motorhead. You know, people have put a lot of work and energy in, into into this, and for fun for other people. It's 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 not a, it's not just for themselves. The guys have put this shit together. Mm. You know, 
they, they've, done, they've done it for the whole world, you know, because they love the band, they love the music and everything. It's not, it's not a, just a personal thing, you know, and uh, it's pretty wonderful, it's pretty brutal, double brutal actually, and it's, it's very, very beautiful. And uh, I'm really pleased to be here today and, and doing some promotion for it and everything, yeah. Did, did you guys ever play many games like kind of you know just in downtime at all? Are you much? Are you I'm big? Ga- are you big gamers? I I I used to do a lot of games like ten ten years ago when my kids were ten twelve years old. They like you know much older now. Yeah, Lem used to be a big gamer. I I, I we had, we used to have a tour bus and so my room would be upstairs. Lemmy's would be downstairs and it'd be a, to get to the toilet if I wanted to piss in the middle of the night I'd have to go downstairs and you could see Lem would be, he'd always be awake he'd be yeah, on something or that I'd go hey Lem how you doing yeah. it was brilliant that's what, that's what I miss all that shit yeah Lem we, we were Mickey was into his Game of Thrones stuff something funny about Guitar Hero when I when I tried it, we did we did like fourteen songs with uh, with a guitar hero. I ended up I used my little finger more on guitar hero than I did in a band. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we have time for this week. We'll be back soon in a couple of weeks with another episode. Plus, of course, we are working on something rather special for GDC. Until then, you can find all your games industry news, analysis and insight at www.gamesindustry.biz.